Welcome back, everybody, to the Red River Horror Podcast. I am your host, Joe Zakreski, going about this crazy little thing solo today. It's a solo JoJo show. It's been a while since that's happened, but hey, that's okay. Um, today is episode number 39. Oh, man, we're getting close to that one year point, which is very exciting. I uh, got some fun things planned. Uh, especially for six months from now, because you know what it'll be six months from now? Halloween season. We'll be well into it. It'll be a week before Halloween or so, two weeks before. Yeah, so pretty exciting. Uh, was planning on doing one of those halfway to Halloween episodes, but, you know, I guess this is what this is going to be. Uh, originally, you know, got a bunch of other things coming coming your way. We got the uh, big saw episodes that we want to do. We're going to do some deep digs into those to be, you know, at least make me interested because I am, again, it's, I've said it a, once, I've said it a million times. I love the first one. The rest ones are kind of like, man, not quite, not quite for me. And, you know, nothing wrong with that, but that's just the way, it's the way it works for me. That's my taste. Uh, though the trailer for Spiral coming out May 14th looks really good. Uh, it looks like it's going back to what the original one was. And for that, I am very, very excited. Um, okay. So anyway, so I had another idea that I was thinking about bringing to the table for, uh, the Red River Heart Podcast. And, and if you let me know what you think of this, cause you know, some people knows that I do make music for fun as part of my side thing, like, and uh, got some fun little like synth vibes. I'm like, what if I was to read like some like public domain horror stories or write my own stuff like that? What like would you want to do in it wouldn't have to be an entire episode, but like having narrations with music behind it in episodes or something on the side. Let me know at Red River Joe on Twitter, or if you know me, you can text me or any other way to contact me. But best way for if you don't have my phone number then at red river joe or red river heart at gmail.com and i will see it um anywho let's get on with this show and at <laughs> so one of my favorite subreddits which is a big one i mean the horror subreddit maybe i, I hope i don't get banned for doing this but they've been doing their a bunch of halfway to halloween stuff going on there and i saw this list pop up that i'm like guilty pleasure horror movies and i'm trying to think is like as you know we're probably going to do another uh month of halloween movies for october what is going to pop up on a reddit or what they call it dread it list of guilty pleasure horror movies and i didn't look at it yet because i want to be surprised as i go along and um you know we'll see it's i got a feeling that a lot of them aren't going to be guilty pleasure I feel like a lot of them are going to be either be like famous for, you know, cult audiences or, you know, have some kind of following. Oh, let's see. Let's see. All right. So on to the Dreadit. Top guilty pleasure horror films. So, so the thread was, be honest, you love these horror movies. It's just top guilty pleasure horror films. And then for our halfway to Halloween Aren't you excited? I'm very excited because, you know, the world should be open more, be out and about, and we can go check out some haunted attractions, etc. <laughs> so, anyway, so let's take a look at this, and we'll uh, talk about the movies real quick. It's a, oh boy, 25 total. Giddy up. 
All right, number one on here. So I don't know if it's in any actual ranked order. I think it's just, or maybe it is. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We're going to go down the list, and then we'll uh, discuss. So first one here, 13 Ghosts. Oh, no. No, no. I don't. I guess that could be a guilty pleasure type movie. I did not like that one bit. That's the one with um, Shannon Elizabeth. That's her name, right? From American Pie, riding on her American Pie fame, where they end up in a mansion where these like ghosts are held in cells, and then they get out. I and they wear these special glasses. To see. I didn't like. I thought it was dumb. And that's the last time I saw it was when it came out in two thousand one. Uh, would I give it another chance? Would you? <laughs> Pass. Next one. I don't know if this would be. We've talked to the writer of this movie on this uh, on this podcast. Final Destination. I would not call that a guilty pleasure. I call that a classic. And I mean, in comparison to Thirteen Ghosts, Final Destination is an all time classic. Yeah. Keep going on. Ooh, number three. One of our very first topics, if not the first topic. It was the first topic, wasn't it? Sleepaway Camp. I mean, is that a guilty pleasure? I can't say that's a guilty pleasure. Like, we're going down. Guilty pleasure horror films. It's not a guilty pleasure. That's definitely a pleasure. That's a, it's a, that's a special one that's unique and weird. And I guess because it's not in the conversation of like, the big slasher movies or big franchises, but on its own, I mean, as a franchise, it's terrible, but on its own, that first one, I mean, we loved it. It was literally the topic of our very first episode. Those of who've been here with us the whole time, you know this, or you forgot this. Yeah, that's okay. The ending scene of that movie still burn is just burned in my memory and just will always haunt me no matter what. Number four, let's see. Hey, this was a topic of conversation only a few episodes ago. Freddy versus Jason, which, yeah, totally, you know. Is it good? No. Is it fun? Hell yeah. Guilty pleasure? I don't know if I would go as far as to say it's a guilty pleasure. Uh, maybe if you're a Jason or Freddy purist, you would have to say, oh, no, that was trash. And then, you know, you like it on your own. So I guess that one would definitely get the, uh, the guilty pleasure vibe. But, again, you would have to either be really into one of those characters or maybe someone who's uh go like 10 years younger than me or so who's just like you know they look at like those early 2000 movies it's just garbage and they're just like yeah i don't like it but then secretly like it i can see that uh number five is one that i hold near and dear to my heart that i will discuss again at some point because <laughs> i watched it oh i don't know it was on like every saturday or sunday on on network TV because I didn't have cable growing up is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Now, when I was a kid, I would get generally scared because they put people in these cotton candy cocoons and it was just horrifying. And then, you know, when I turned uh, 11, I was not horrified anymore. I saw the humor in it and it was silly. Uh, If you haven't seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space... You need to. <laughs> it is a a laugh out of ra- a laugh or a laugh out loud riot. Hmm. 
Next one, definitely not a guilty pleasure. This movie is just a good movie that gets thrown into the horror genre because it's so good and creepy. And we've talked about it before, just in that sense where it's like, it's not really horror, but is it horror? It's scary. And that's Event Horizon. Uh, every time I've ever done a poll regarding these types of movies, I mean, some the question always gets thrown in, does Event Horizon count? And it's just like, you know what? Yeah, because it is, it is you know, has some really scary scenes in it. And, you know, maybe it doesn't get the label of horror, but I think maybe some, it does now because most horror fans really enjoy it. And even if you're a sci-fi person, like, you, it's it's a good movie overall. Guilty Pleasure, I don't know if I would go that far. But again, now I'm starting to think it's like maybe these people might be younger and just be like, eh, old movies are trash, new stuff's better. I can't disagree with that any more than, <laughs> like, I can't, well, I mean... There's there's some there's some really good stuff out there, but I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to look at something new and be like, oh, that's better than tough call. Anywho, going down this list a little further. Next one, we <laughs> um, Jason X as a guilty pleasure, and you know what? I will confess to everyone here right now as I sit here by myself. Because uh, I don't think I admitted it before, but uh, Jason X, I could definitely see a lot of people finding that as a guilty pleasure. It is one of mine because it's just so absurd that it's good. It has that effect to it where it's just like, what is this? And then if you just like, you know, don't think of it like Jason in space. I mean, it's absolutely silly. And when he beats the one girl to death with the other girl in the sleeping bag, I mean, it's just one definitely uh, it's not good. But somehow, secretly, I've I really enjoyed it when I watched it because it just made me laugh so much. And there's nothing wrong with that. I would watch it again just for the laughs. That's you know, that's who I am. I like to laugh. And I like to get scared. All right, moving on. Next one, eight on this list is another one which was like a cheesy, you know, late '90s movie. But I don't know if I would call it so much as a guilty pleasure. I mean. Uh, maybe. Ain't you ever seen none of my movies? Juice. We're talking about Deep Blue Sea. So Deep Blue Sea, which, again, uh, not the best, uh, but a fun watch. Silly, that's for sure. Uh, came with a wonderful song and music video by the artist LL Cool J, which the lyrics of just deepest, bluest, my head is like a shark's fin. <laughs> yeah, gotta look up the lyrics to that real quick. Deepest boobus, my head is like a shark. <laughs> well, let's see. What are the lyrics to deepest bluest? <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop laughing. Oh, my hat is like a shark's fin. <laughs> I'm just going to read these lyrics out out loud. <laughs> uh, my hat is like a shark's fin. Deepest, bluest. My hat is like a shark's fin. Deepest, bluest. My hat is like a shark's fin. This goes on for a while. Deepest, bluest. My hat is like a shark's fin. <laughs> Man-made terror. Hungry jaws of death. Y'all don't cross my depths. I pause your breaths. 
I cause you to sink down 40,000 leagues, bleeding to death with no arms and short sleeves. My world's deep blue killers gotta eat too, looking for human flesh to rip my teeth through. Other fish in the sea, but barracudas ain't equal. Oh, you cannot say that anymore. To a half-human predator created by a needle. Jet black eyes. Baby, they stare while you sleep. When your Titanic sinks, I'm the one you gon' meet. Hearing terrified screams, can they hear them? They surround my team. All you see is trails of blood. Even God won't intervene. Nightmares of darkness. My appetite is heartless. Even if we related, you eliminated regardless. In the deep blue underwater walls, half man, half shark. My jaws don't far. And now for about 20 bars of deepest, bluest. My hat is like a shark's fin. Deepest, bluest. My hat. <laughs> it's like a shark's fin. How? As long as this guy... Go- oh my god, this is just so silly. He drops in a Gotti reference in here. Killer for centuries. The Gotti of the deep. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> These waters are waste level. The hallways flooded. Lost your scuba gear. The killer's cold-blooded. His name's LL. You really don't want it. I ate your ancestors. The ocean is haunted. <laughs> we gotta stop. I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> oh, LL Cool J, you are so special to so many of us with uh, that song. <laughs> Stupid ass song. Movie's fine. It's a it's a fun watch. I don't think I would call it a guilty pleasure. I guess you could say it's a guilty pleasure if you're like, oh, it's one of my favorites. But man. Uh, and then LL was also in H2O. So hey, shout out LL. He was a bunch of things. Ooh, sorry. Don't mean to keep smacking my lips. The next one is one that I would consider a guilty pleasure because I am one of like the only 12 people that really enjoyed this movie because I saw it for what it was beforehand. I knew what I was getting into going into it. And I think at that point, that's where you know. And I've definitely said it before on this podcast. Tusk, the first of Kevin Smith's Great White North trilogy, which may never be a trilogy, you get Tusk, and Tusk is, you know, you you know what you're getting into, where it's like a silly fan, like basically fan made type movie. I mean, they did it all through what Smodcast, and um, Justin Long goes from podcaster to Walrus Man. It is silly, and it has its moments where it gets like dark. And overall, I mean, I like it. You know, a lot of people really hate it. So yeah, guilty pleasure for sure. All right, another one, also recent topic of a, of a podcast episode. Alien vs. Predator. Definitely gets a lot of hate in the same way, but I think a lot of people really like it. I don't know if I would go as far as to say that it was a guilty pleasure of mine. I wouldn't. I would say I just like it. I have no guilt behind that, so... And neither should you. No one should. We love it here at Red River Horror, so... Oh boy, the next one is loved by every girl my age who tried to be goth or shopped at Hot Topic at some point, and that is The Craft. Now, if you don't remember The Craft, who's that? It's, uh, 
who's everybody's in that's for Rosa Balk. Uh, oh, man, every every teenage girl when I was a kid. We didn't check out that Craft Legacy. That came out last year. Maybe we have to check that out. Yeah, Feruza Balk, Robin Tunney, Nev Campbell. Yeah, so the craft. Uh, guilty pleasure, though? No, I think, I mean, 90s classic? Yeah. I mean, at least for people in my age group, I think, and a little above and below, the craft was beloved by many a teen girl. The next one, I don't think we've ever talked about on this podcast. I wouldn't say it's a guilty pleasure. Maybe it is. I mean, Wesley, I don't know if we'll define guilty pleasure, but hey, whatever. Excuse me one second. <coughs> ha, now I'm back. I wouldn't say guilty pleasure because um, I don't know who says it's not good, maybe by critics. I don't care. I loved this movie the first time I saw it, and I still love it today. And it's one of those ones I forget about until I hear about it. I'm like, oh, my God, I loved it. The faculty. There's your moment of silence to be like, oh, yeah, the faculty. There, you know, hey, Josh Harden is riding high. It's good cast, fun, fun watch, you know, good twist. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend the faculty. If you want, you know, some good 90s feels, the faculty. Uh, and it's creepy. Maybe it doesn't finish as strong as it could, but I mean, the whole beginning is wonderful. And even has, uh, you know, a young John Stewart in it, who has one of my favorite lines in uh, all movies, because these people, when they get, there's a little spoiler for you, it's like an alien type thing, you know, but it uses human bodies as a host, and they makes them drink lots and lots of water. And so there's a part where the football coach is just chugging water, and John Stewart says, he's like, oh, check out the coach, just watching him makes me have to take a piss. Always makes me laugh. Gotta check out The Craft. Or not The Craft. <laughs> you can check out The Craft too, but I'm talking about uh, The Faculty. That is, that's a, that's a Young Joe's, one of Young Joe's favorites. That's still one of my favorites today. Nothing wrong with that. And the next one, I don't know if I've just brought this up with Eddie. I know there's a couple other pods that have held on to this. We might have brought it up on here, which is the 2005 remake-ish, not quite a remake of House of Wax. So there is the movie House of Wax with Vincent Price. And then there's this movie called House of Wax with uh, Alicia Cuthbert, uh, Jared Balecki, that kid from my cousin Skeeter? Cousin... Can't remember? Uh, Paris Hilton. All that where, you know, fun, fun movie. Um, I thought it was a really good job, but it's actually more of a remake of this other movie that me and Eddie actually saw many, many years ago called Mannequin. So it's kind of a hybrid of House of Wax and Mannequin. And when uh, you realize that it is more of a remake of Mannequin, it's just like, oh, snap. And then, you know, if you can find a copy of Mannequin, definitely check that out if you want like a good like throwback 70s type drive and horror. Mannequin hits all the marks. Um, very creepy, very quiet. And this movie does a great job of being that. I could see it being guilty pleasure because of the casting being like the young, you know, youngsters, like hot names of the time. I guess that's what a lot of these are where it's like, if it's all like, I don't know how to put it. Like famous young people movies, I guess can't be considered like top tier. I don't know. 
who cares who's in it? As long as it's good, it's good, right? I mean, that's where we're running into like a common theme where it's like, oh yeah, it had all these like young up and comers in it. It's like, well, yeah, you got to start somewhere, right? Eh, eh, what are you going to do? All right, moving on. 14. Ooh, this one that Ed and I both also enjoyed, which I guess you could say, I mean, which is Wishmaster. If you never saw Wishmaster and you want something more genie type, check out Wishmaster. Came out in uh, 1997. Uh, Definitely flew under the radar because it came out at a time where a bunch of other, like, more pop type horror movies were coming out like uh i don't know the faculty the craft h2o uh you know final destination find some other ones on this list but good movie good movie creepy has some that one scene has one scene that's really good like the overall movie's pretty good but there's one scene in there it's like whoa really go out Next one's one of my all-time favorites. I don't care who you are. If you ever ask me about like horror comedies, well, I'm always going to tell you. And this is the second time, maybe third, yeah, second time Devin Sawa's appeared on this list, which is uh, Idle Hands. Idle Hands with Devin Sawa. You got a young Jessica Alba, uh, Seth Green, that guy who would become, uh, what's his name? He was in Mighty Ducks, and then he was on Daredevil. Now, if you saw him, you'd remember. You'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, great. To, the great little cast. You have the offspring makes a cameo in there. It's uh, it's stupid and it's hilarious all at the same time. One of my all-time favorites. I could watch it anytime, anywhere, just because of the nostalgia and I enjoy the movie. It's stupid. But in a good way. Next one is one that I had not seen, which is called Brain Dead. So maybe, you know, this is was part of the fun. I was hoping to find more of these where it'd be like, oh, I have not seen that. I was hoping for like more suggestions. So let's take a look. Brain Dead. Peter Jackson. 1992. Interesting. All right. Let's see. What's the deal with you? Hmm. Okay, 85% of Google users like it. 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 50% on Metacritic, as usual. Okay, so you got Peter Jackson leading the charge well before he led the charge of uh, the Lord of the Rings and such. Um, Huh. Or did I, have I seen this? Dead alive. Yeah. Uh, you know, either way, I'm going to plan on write that down. That's something to check out. All right. So on here it says Brain Dead. And I think also the other title is known as Dead Alive, directed by Peter Jackson. So pretty cool. All right. Next one is another one that's a lot of fun that we've talked about a whole bunch on here. We're just outside of it. How much we love. We love Silent Hill. The 2006 movie is just a, a fun ride. You can't get enough of it. Um, you know, video game's good too, but probably dated at this point. But hey, movie's a lot of fun. Next one is The Collector, which 
uh, a gore fest that came out, you know, on the coattails of the, like the Saw franchise where they tried to be, you know, as gory as possible. And um, I actually, you know what, I guess you could say that's a good pleasure. I think the collector and is it the collection, the sequel, uh, I think they're kind of underrated. <laughs> I like both of those. Uh, but where am I easy to please? Huh? No. I just like them. I have good taste. Get out of here. So <laughs> let's see. So the collector, I would check that out if you want to, if you want that, like, uh, you know, how many different ways can you kill somebody or see something sick? You know, if that's what you're in the mood for, just like a, a total gore fest, definitely check those out with some interesting twists and surprises. The sequel, the collection is, is also an enjoyable flick. The next one came out in 2017, just called The Babysitter, which I definitely didn't see. Um, so maybe we'll have to check that out. Hmm. The Babysitter. Interesting. Anywho, let's check out next one. Maximum Overdrive. Stephen King movie. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, that wouldn't be one that I would recommend, but... If you're, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I would, I would go as far as to be like, yeah, this is a definitely guilty pleasure movie because I, I've seen it. I don't know if I could watch it again to give it another chance and maybe I could, um, but we'll see, you know, I could give it a shot. You know, it's got young Emilio Estevez. I think even uh, young uh, Yardley Smith, a.k.a. Lisa Simpson, is also in it. So, hmm, moving on. All right, let's see. Next one. Zombievers. I've actually tried to watch this, and I fell asleep pretty quick. <laughs> so, um, yeah, these types of movies are definitely a guilty pleasure. Something like Zombievers or anything that's like sci-fi channel. Um almost in a category of their own, like where it's like, if you know that something's supposed to be that ridiculous, I mean, how can you go wrong? I mean, I, for one, am someone who enjoys to get ridiculous with uh, a movie when I just want to laugh at nothing. Like I want it to be nothing, but somehow entertained. Does that make sense? Do you know what I'm talking about? Tweet at me at Red River Joe. All right. <laughs> Let's see. After that. Ooh, one of my favorites from my childhood. Ernest Scared Stupid. I, you, I'm i going to write that down, too, because I'm going to make my kid watch that with me. It is... I mean, you've either seen Ernest movies or you haven't. <laughs> and they're, you know, Jim Varney, he's Ernest, and he's going to get into some kind of shenanigans and get out of those shenanigans somehow. And one of the things about Ernest Scared Stupid is how silly... It is when him and the kids figure out how to defeat. I think they're trolls is what they call them. <laughs> but they are creepy looking. And there's some creepy parts in Ernest Scared Stupid. So he does get scared. And I get scared. I got scared too. And that's okay. Next one. Ooh, this is one I'll have to write down too. Because I did not see this. Terrifier. At least in 2018. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Fire. You're a movie with a title that's probably been used a lot. No, it's a sequel slated. This says 2016. Supposedly Terrifier 2 is coming our way. Ooh, good looking mask. 
for the killer. Very creepy looking. Uh, 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Not, uh, not too bad. In a budget of, okay, 100,000. I almost read that wrong. I was like, get the hell out of here. All right. So, low budget. And, uh, on Netflix sometimes, I guess. Or was on Netflix. No longer on Netflix. Might still be on Netflix. Um, yeah, you know what? Watch low budget horror just to let's support the filmmakers. Let's write that down. Check out Terrifier. All right, next one. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. How's that? That's like the whole point of that is to be a pleasure. I don't even think it was meant to be good. Oh, <laughs> uh, and the last one, Guilty Pleasure. I mean, I I could watch any of these movies anytime, which. The last one on that list, Leprechaun in the Hood. Now, let me tell you something about those Leprechaun movies. I love them. <laughs> I love them. I mean, we even did an intro of an episode where I had to get that clip of this show, Lep. <laughs> I love it. And there's nothing wrong with that. So highly recommend if you just want to laugh all the time, got to go with the Leprechaun series. Okay. So that's the top 25 of Dreadits. You know, guilty pleasure movies. A lot of them are just ones I like in general. So now I have to question, you know, no, I don't have to question my my taste in, in horror films. I know what that is and I stand by it. Um, but a lot of those were hitting, like a lot of those 90s, 90s ones are it's like those are the ones I grew up with. They were new. They wasn't uh, old. So like, you know. I'm trying to think, like, how would I approach that, you know, when I'm like, oh, I don't like that. I guess, honestly, when I was younger, a lot of stuff from the 80s, if it wasn't a big name behind it, I was like, buff, buff. I mean, the 70s had a treasure trove. And then once I really got into horror in general, I mean, I just try, I try to just enjoy, if I'm not enjoying the movie as a whole, I try to find something good out of it that I can like. And uh, there's very few that... There's just nothing at all. Usually I can always find something. Um, the only one where that's the case of I just can't find anything good about it is The Happening, and I've talked about that many times. Uh, but hey, you know, to each their own, and this is my own because I'm sitting here and I'm talking to myself by myself, but I'm talking to you because you're listening to me. I hope. Hi. But we're going to wrap this one up for you because time is money and money is time. There's not much else to talk about, and there's plenty more coming. So remember to find us on Twitter at Red River. You find us on Facebook, Instagram, Red River Horror. Check out the website, redriverhorror.com. You can see what's coming new. If you're just like, oh, I wonder what some new random horror movies coming out are for this month, you can find those by Nick Cush from Movie Babble. Puts up an article every month on redriverhorror.com with the trailers, little write ups. It's great, especially if you're like, you want to get surprised by something. He is on top of it and really, you know, some interesting suggestions, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, As for me, I'm Joe Zakreski. This has been episode number 39 of the Red River Horror Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Red River Joe. And remember to keep traveling those channels of fear.